everyone, it's AK. So this past week has been very intense. So I was asked on Monday, no, I'm sorry, not Monday, Tuesday, I was asked to be in charge of the Star 360 aspect of our school, over the entire school, our school's K through 12. And for those of you who don't know, Star 360 is a standardized test that is focused on math and reading skills. Um, If you're a teacher out there, apparently it's similar to the NWEA test. And as a history teacher, I've never done anything like that because we're not involved with standardized tests because nobody cares about history. The focus is always on uh, reading and math skills. So when I was asked to do this, I was excited because it's a leadership role, Uh, but I didn't know what Star 360 was. And so on Tuesday, I got the information, you know, I agreed to do it. Wednesday, I got the login and information and everything. And then I was told that they wanted to start the test to give the test on Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of next week. So literally, I have less than a week to figure this out, something I've never done, never even heard of. So of course, that's overwhelming. Apparently, the window for the test is for, there's like three sections. You do the beginning of the year, middle of the year, end of the year to measure growth. Like you get a baseline for the first set and then measure growth for the next two. And the window is November. So I'm just kind of like, why are we focused on doing this so soon if the window's November? And so for the first time since I started this job in August, on August 1st, I had a complete and total meltdown yesterday, freaked all the way out, partially because I was overwhelmed having this, you know, new position, this new role thrown at me, you know, okay, but then only having a few days to figure it all out and then have to present it to other teachers who can present it to the students and help them test. And so what really triggered it was yesterday I was going back and forth emailing the um basically who's considered like the um, assistant principal or the principal or whatever her, her role is and she suggested that I do a meeting like a quick meeting with some of the teachers to kind of explain like you know to show them how to log into the system and like maybe how to look at a practice test so I did an impromptu meeting luckily only like four teachers showed up And so I went through and I showed them how to log in, showed them how to do a practice test. Everything was going well until they started asking so many questions that I didn't have the answers to, nor did the um, principal have the answers to. So I was kind of annoyed because, you know, when this was suggested to me, I thought to myself, they're going to have questions and I'm not going to have the answers. Hopefully she does. And she didn't. So ended up being a complete and total S show. So, and it was, it was so overwhelming for me because I hate doing stuff when I'm not ready or when I don't know what's actually going on. If I don't have a complete grasp or understanding of it. So when it came to showing them just how to log in and look at sample tests, like the videos of practice tests, I was okay with that because I knew how to do that. But then they're asking all these questions or trying to set all these things up. You know, and then at one point she was like, well, we can always do it the next week if it's too overwhelming. I'm thinking, why wasn't that an option beforehand? So I'm going to meet with her personally, like by myself separately on Monday. And I'm going to tell her, look, 
I'm not comfortable. I'm not ready. I can't do this. I cannot do this within two days. Like, it's not going to happen. So I'm like, if our window closes in November, why are we rushing this? You know? So it's just kind of like overwhelming. But people were asking questions and everything. And it was just a disaster. So after that ended, you know, people were talking in the Teams chat, asking questions. We use Microsoft Teams. And I'm trying to answer questions. And then she's sending me private messages saying, no, it's not what we're going to do, blah, blah, blah. And then one part of her message that really got me was she said something along the lines of like, part of a leadership role is being prepared before you call a meeting with the rest of the team. And I'm thinking, no crap, are you serious right now? Like, that's why I didn't want to do it. But I honestly think what happened was, because I was telling my team, I was overwhelmed. I honestly think what happened was one of my teammates said that she underestimated how complicated people can be. That maybe in her mind, she thought if she presents this to them, it'll be okay. And it was in the beginning until they started asking all these questions. We don't have a a written testing protocol out. We don't have all these extra things. So it's like the questions became overwhelming because we didn't have the answers to them. So I was kind of feeling some type of way when she was like, oh, part of being a leader, having a leadership role is to be prepared before you call a team meeting. Are you kidding me, bro? Like, I know that, I'm aware of that. So I just felt really stupid and I felt really overwhelmed. But my team had my back, which was fantastic. Apparently one of my teammates uh, private messaged another teacher and said to chill out. (laughs) Because that teacher messaged me and she's like, well, so-and-so said to chill out. I I wasn't trying to like argue or I don't know what he thought was going on. I apologize. I'm going to do whatever you decide. I'm like, no, no, I'm like, it's okay. It's not you. It was just the entire situation. Like it wasn't one person. It was just that the entire situation went left. So I, I felt, I felt dumb and I felt not only embarrassed because this is my first time ever doing like some type of leadership role to this extent. And so for me to call a meeting and I'm basically confusing the crap out of everybody Like, nobody left with a good understanding of what's happening, what's going on. Nobody left like that. So I'm so thankful only four people came. Only four people came. You know, and I'm just like, okay, so that's what happened yesterday. And I just, I was just feeling, you know, just all kinds of doubt and like, can I do this and everything? And and my teammates were like, you got this. You know, we still love you. You you can do this. You know, just, just ignore all the nonsense. Just, you keep pushing. You got this. So I think, like, I don't blame myself for what happened, but I blame myself because I should not have called that meeting because I knew I wasn't ready. That's what I blame myself for. But again, only four people showed up and they got the gist of it. Like, they saw the site, they saw how to log in. Like, they got what I was wanting them to know. They Like, they did that part. I did that part just fine. But it's like, I need to you know, kind of prepare and, and, you know, be, be open and willing to say no. And I know if you've listened to some of my other videos, I've talked about that, how part of the things I I was in therapy for was because I had a problem saying no. So because the fact that I'm supposed to be the star 360 expert over the entire school, like this is my reputation on the line. I have to say no. So it's like, which is why I'm going to say on Monday, no, there is no way that we can do this test on Wednesday, Thursday. Because it was like, because we have it broken up by elementary, middle, and high school. And the elementary wanted to do it Wednesday, Thursday. 
But again, nobody's actually done this specific test. They said STAR 360 is close to the NWEA test, but it's not the same test. So I'm like, if nobody's done this before, I'm supposed to be the quote unquote expert and I just got all the information. How in the heck are we gonna do this on Wednesday? So it's like, because I have to get comfortable enough to the syst- with the system to show other teachers, to present to other teachers how to like work the system, like the actual website stuff you log into, how to do that, how to um, administer the test to students, the protocols, because this is an online school, you know, so how these things are going to work. We don't have this like written down on paper yet. So I just don't understand, like on Monday, did she expect us to figure all that stuff out? But it's like just the fact that I don't feel ready to do it. There, there's no way. Like, I'm, I'm seriously going to put my foot down. I don't think she'll have a problem with that because the meeting yesterday was a complete, you know, crap show. So I don't think she'll have a problem with extending it because she saw, and again, that was just four people that showed up. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. So I was embarrassed. I felt dumb. You know, there was some guilt to it as well. I just felt all these negative emotions that I knew that I shouldn't feel. Like, I knew it was irrational to feel like that, but... You know, it's like when stuff goes wrong, you can't help but to feel some some negative emotions every now and then. So, you know, I kind of had a complete freak out, total meltdown. You know, one of the things I do is when I get to that point is I clean. I've been that way my entire life. I clean. It's, I don't know, it's like therapeutic. I, I can't describe it. But it was like when I when I was a teenager, you know, my mom would come home and I would be cleaning up the kitchen She'd say, like, AK, what's wrong? I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, you're cleaning the kitchen in the middle of the day. What's wrong? You know, so it's like when she came home from work and I was scrubbing the dishes and just cleaning, just doing random stuff, sweeping the floor, whatever random stuff I was doing in the kitchen, she knew that something was wrong. (laughs) And so then, of course, usually I told her that I didn't want to talk about it or I told her what was wrong. It was like, so when she would see me start to pick up stuff and clean, she's like, okay, what's going on? Tell me what's going on. So yesterday when that happened, you know, I was able to, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta do something. So I put in my earbuds, you know, hit shuffle on my, uh, uh, I iTunes thing on my phone and I just had at it and I, and I vacuumed my entire apartment. I cleaned the kitchen. I cleaned off tables. I mean, I did everything. And when I finally finished, you know, I was kind of calmed down a little bit. I kind of sat down and I thought, wow, I should have vacuumed the floors a long time ago. Look at that. So I'm like, I needed to be overwhelmed with stress to to clean this up. (laughs) I mean, my apartment wasn't dirty. It's just the fact that the floors should have been vacuumed. Because I I hate, like, dirt and and mess. And, like, I can't can't live like that. So my apartment is never dirty. It's not, you know, people are like, oh, let me clean up so you can come over. Like, no, it's never like that, ever because that's embarrassing and I can't do that. So basically doing that did, did help. It was therapeutic. And if there's anybody else out there who's listening who is like that as well, please let me know because it would be nice to know that I'm not alone <laughs> when it comes to cleaning to help you like stop from freaking out. Um, uh, again, my WordPress blog is up and running. I don't even remember the title. I think it's uh, The Struggle is Real teacher to phd student dot wordpress dot com i think that's what it is teacher to phd student no the struggle is real teacher to phd student dot wordpress dot com and if i'm saying that wrong listen to the previous recording 
and I said it right because I was looking at the screen as I was reading. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if anybody's actually looked at it. I've put, you know, my videos on there or my recordings on there. So, I mean, if you want to leave a, leave a comment, you know, that'd be great. You know, let me know that you're listening, you know, kind of connect and communicate. That'd be fantastic. But if, but if not, that's fine too. I will continue quote unquote talking to myself (laughs) because it's like these videos, these recordings that I make, these podcasts, you know, yeah, I want other people to listen to them, which is why I'm putting them on a, on a platform, but also it's, it's something kind of like, you know, I guess therapeutic in the sense of like, you're talking to yourself, but you're talking to yourself in hopes that you can help somebody else or, you know, because you're putting these videos, you're putting these, putting these podcasts on a platform. So it's like me not having listeners, like regular listeners is fine because that's kind of not what it is. It's really about, can I help someone else, you know, or, or can I entertain someone else? Because you might think I'm full of crap and you just like, (laughs) let me listen to AK because she's so full of crap. Let me see what she's talking about today. So but again, if anybody, if this helps anybody, like, that's great. Um, I'm trying to walk around my apartment because I don't know if you can hear in the background, but, like, they're mowing the lawn. Like, the the ride-on lawnmower, you know, how you do that for the entire, you know, apartment or whatever, apartment complex. So as soon as I press record, I hear the lawnmower start up. So I'm trying to, like, walk around my apartment so you can't hear it because <laughs> it's, like, right outside my windows. I'm like, really, guys? Really? I mean, I've been awake for a little bit because it's uh, it's almost noon. So I've been awake for a little bit. I was like, well, let me just do a podcast. I'm like, okay. So I get up, you know, get my, my AirPods and hit record. And then I hear the, the, the um, lawnmower. So I apologize if you hear that in the background. It's, it's crazy. But, but yeah, anyway, back to me rambling. So, so that's what happened yesterday. And it was just, it was just really intense, y'all. I mean, like. If you're a teacher, or not even just a teacher, but if you're any type of position, any type of job, and, you know, you get asked to do, like, a leadership role or to head something, to be in charge of something that nobody knows what it is, that's stressful in the first place because you know if you screw up, that screws up everything because they're relying on you to be in charge of it. So there's that that responsibility, that pressure. So it's like if I screw this up, it's going to screw up the entire school when it comes to measuring the reading and the math skills for the students. So it's like, I have to make sure that this is on point because if it's not, this is going to screw everything up. So like you have that, I have that aspect of the pressure, but then also the pressure of trying to do this literally in like three days, you know, and I should have, I should have said something before. I should have said something before when she said when the window was, I should have said, you know, why are we doing this within a few days of our windows till like the end of November? You know, like nobody knows what we're doing. You know, I'm like, I don't understand why, why that was a thing. But I do have some concerns about the school. As you guys know, it's an online school and it's a brand new school. We have like 35 kids in the entire K through 12, which is fine. It's an online school. But I feel like I'm concerned that the school could possibly crash and burn because I think that admin is focused on the wrong thing. For instance, 
they talked about doing an honors program at a, in a dual college program and like presented it to the parents and all this kind of stuff. I did give my input when they first announced that because they went over the high school team and I was like, guys, I think this is a fantastic idea, but I think it's too much too soon. I said, my focus would be on building up the school, you know, trying to get more students, building a relationship with the students we already have. So doing an honors program and a dual enrollment college program is great, but that's not what we need right now. And so I did voice my concern with that. And they were like, oh yeah, we kind of get what you're saying. But of course they didn't listen. They went ahead and went through and rolled out this whole program. And so it's kind of funny when we presented it to the parents. Well, not we, they presented it to the parents. And a parent types in the Zoom chat and he's like, so he put a link to um, uh, an article about Indiana changing their requirements to graduate. How it's no longer, you have to take a test. You have to pass a test to graduate. You have to do like a graduation pathway. So he was like, so how is this school going to accommodate this? And you should have seen the look on that woman's face. It was like a deer in headlights type of look and it was a BS answer she gave. And in my head, I was like, are you freaking kidding me right now? I'm like, you won't even, you don't even know what Indiana's doing? Because again, it's online. Not everyone's based out of Indiana. I don't know if she's based out of Indiana or not. But my thing being, if you're supposed to be the go-to person I forgot what her exact title is, but basically she's the one to handle like the the school, like the school operations in that sense, like the, the school programs. I might be like director of school, school programs, but I was just like, so out of all the stuff you did, you never looked at the Indiana high school graduation requirement, you know? So I was just kind of like, what? And, and guys, we only have seven kids in the high school right now. So my concern was like, okay, we're focused on dual enrollment. We're focused on honors programs and all this kind of nonsense. But we have seven kids in the high school. And I was just thinking when that, when that parent posted that in the chat, I thought, this is the stuff we should be focused on. This is it. Not dual enrollment and, and honors. Like nobody cares about that. I mean, we do care about it. I think that we do care about that. But when you're a brand new school, you got to do one step at a time. So I'm just kind of like sitting here thinking like, you know, what more can I say? I mean, it's just like, I, I mean, I don't make the decisions. I have voiced my concerns before. I talked to my mom about it. She's like, you should probably say something again. And I'm like, well, I could, but at the end of the day, they've already ruled this out. But another issue that I had was with the state of Indiana, we have what's called count day. So how many of your students you have, it determines like how much funding you get, blah, blah, blah. So count day for Indiana was yesterday. Uh, what was yesterday? September, look at the calendar, September 16th. And so because it's an online school, we had to, you know, kind of figure that out. And our Indiana kids are, are able to get an Indiana scholarship. So if they don't, if they're not counted for count day, they can't get the scholarship. So basically the last couple of days, they were scrambling to figure out how we're supposed to count the kids for count day. So I was frustrated because, first of all, we've known about count bases before school started because this is an Indiana thing, right? So we've known about that since before school even started. Why are we scrambling and trying to figure this out the day before count day or two days before count day, the week, be- the week of count day? Why is this even happening? 
And I was really upset because I thought to myself, this is part of the problem. You guys are so focused on building up this school for all these programs that aren't necessary when we can't even freaking figure out how to count the kids to get their scholarships. I'm like, really, bro? I'm like, nobody sees a problem with this? I'm like, you guys are so worried about this, this program, honors nonsense, that the thing that actually matters right now, our kids getting the scholarship, didn't even happen. And I'm just like, basically, like, the priorities are screwed up, in my opinion. So that was one thing. The other thing that I have an issue with is that the STAR 360 testing is something that, again, they've known about since before school started. We had a two-week staff training before kids. We had two weeks to do our training before the kids showed up. So why was STAR 360 not a part of our training? You didn't have to pick an expert then, but to train all of the teachers, present, present it to all the teachers, to have them trained, you know, basically, you know, basic intro type thing. And STAR 360, we would all kind of have an understanding of what to do. But now we don't, and they want to do the test next week, and nobody knows anything about anything. So my, my main issues right now are the STAR 360 testing and the count day. Those two things should have been the focus before school started. They should have figured out how the heck to count these kids for, for the count day, and they should have figured out how to roll out STAR 360 before school started. So it was just like when I, when I was, that's part of my freak out yesterday because I was just so overwhelmed and I was upset. I'm like, this is a problem for me. Like, we're doing this, this college dual enrollment honors nonsense, but we can't figure out, you know, how to count the kids the day before. We don't know what to do with the STAR 360 testing. Like, I just, I just want to scream. <laughs> I just want to scream because I'm just like, how am I the only one seeing that this is a bad idea? Like, I don't understand. And, and again, I really feel like the school's going to crash and burn because they're trying to do so much at one time that they're not focusing on one thing at a time. They're trying to juggle all these different things. And when you do that, something doesn't get the attention that it should get. Like with the count day and the STAR 360 testing. So it's just like, I, I don't know. So when, I, when we went through that presentation, you know, I'm just sitting there looking at the presentation. I'm just like, I don't think these parents really care that much, to be honest. I mean, I, and like I said, the, when the parent put that in the chat, he was concerned about graduation, graduating high school requirements. He wasn't concerned about this honors dual enrollment. He was concerned about what the state of Indiana requires to graduate high school, not any extra stuff. And that was not something I guess they didn't think about and know about. And I'm like, really? So, I mean, I'm, I have my camera on, but I have a really good poker face, like fantastic poker face. You wouldn't know anything I'm thinking. But in turn, I'm just thinking, are you kidding me, bro? Like, really? So, I mean, now that count day's over, Star 360, I am going to push it back at least a week. Because, again, I have to be comfortable. I have to present it to the teachers. We have to get everything, you know, boom, boom, boom. Everything needs to be legit and ready to go and prepared before we roll it out. So it's like, okay, now the count day's over. That's done over with. So now the focus will be on Star 360. And I know part of the reason why they asked me to do it, or if I'd be interested or whatever, was because I only have one class right now. Because there's only seven kids in the high school, every kid is in U.S. history. So I think I might be the only teacher that actually has one class. So because I have one class, I obviously have a lot of time that I could devote to the Star 360 stuff, which is great. 
one of the reasons why I said, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely, that's fine. So it's like, again, the information for me is overwhelming in itself, but to try to, you know, roll that out for other people within days of me receiving it, that doesn't work. So, yeah, that was kind of my week when it comes to it comes to work. Oh, another complaint that I have, I probably really should say this to the person, that you know how people use different analogies to mean different things? So one of the things that this person likes to say is, we're, we're building the plane while we're flying it. When I first heard that, I thought, why in the heck would you use that as an analogy? First of all, 9-11. Like that, I just like to say it's 9-11 first of all. But second of all, why would you want to send your kid to a school where they're building the plane while they're flying it? Because what happens when you do that? You crash and burn, literally, and die if you try to build a plane while you're flying it. So I don't know why that analogy she is the, the analogy she uses and why it's funny. And I'm like, when she kept saying that during the meeting, and I thought, if I was a parent, I mean, because again, everybody knows the school is new. Everyone knows that. So there, you know, there's going to be growing pains, all that kind of stuff. But just the analogy and the parents are just kind of like, I'm like, I don't understand. I want her to stop saying that. I, I think I do want to voice that to her. But my thing is like, what's wrong with saying something like, we're figuring it out as we go along. That's saying the same exact thing, but in a less crazy way. <laughs> we're figuring out as we go along. You guys know we're a new school you know, blah, blah, blah. We're just, we're figuring it out as we go along, taking it one step at a time. Like, there's nothing wrong with saying it like that. But when I first heard her say that, I was like, whoa, building the plane while we're flying it? What? Like, why is that even an analogy? And why is she even using that, especially to describe a school? Like, that's not really, you know, doesn't really build faith in the school because you're talking about we're building the plane while we're flying it. Literally saying, like, you don't know what you're doing. And you're hoping for the best, but, you know, there's a possibility you might crash and burn. And I'm just like, I, I really hate that that analogy is used. So I think that is something that I want to specifically voice. Can you please stop saying that? Like I said, first of all, anything with the, to do with planes and a negative light, if you're an American, you know how that is. You know, after 9-11, anything to do with planes and a negative type of connotation, like, that's a no-no. So the first part that bothers me is because of the 9-11 stuff. But then also the fact that as a parent, I would not want my kid to go to a school where their administrators are saying that they're building the plane while they're flying it. Like, that's crazy. So it's like, I, I don't know. And it could honestly be that I'm the only person that's concerned about it. Nobody else cares. But I think it is something that I just want to be like, hey, can you rethink what you're saying? Or can you say that differently? Or can you, you know, again, I might be the only one that actually cares. But it, it bothers me, and I guess it really does bother me enough to I do the point where I do want to say something about it. But I'm just like, but all the other stuff that I just talked about on here, you know, I've talked about a little bit with my opinion on the honors and dual enrollment program, but I haven't talked about the Star 360 stuff, you know, because again, my issue is you give this to me on Tuesday and expect me to be ready to do it the next Tuesday. Like... Again, somebody who has no background in any of this stuff, it'd be different if I knew what was going on, if I knew the test, if I knew it, if I had an understanding of it, that's different. Like, oh yeah, I've done this for years. I know this test, never heard of the test before. So it's just kind of like, so that's my issue with this specific instance is 
wanting to push it back. The expectation that this could get done within a matter of days is very unrealistic. So that's something I'm obviously going to talk about in my meeting with her on Monday. You know, when it comes to the dual enrollment and honors program, again, that's already rolled out. They're already rolling that out as we speak. And again, I'm just saying, like, we have seven kids in the high school. Seven. And I think everybody except two are freshmen. I think there's two, maybe mm, three, four. Maybe it's half and half. Maybe there's like, I don't know. But, but basically, they're freshmen and sophomores. So it's just kind of like, I, I don't know. I just wish there was something I could do, something I could say to kind of just, you know, make people understand that this is a bad idea. I just, I'm really shocked that, that like as school administrators, that they don't see how and why this is a bad idea. I, I'm really shocked, to be honest. Like, because the people that are in charge of this, this portion of the school are actual administrators. You know, one has been a principal for years. One is, um, she was an administrator with the, uh, the online platform, you know, so they're, they're not new with this. They're not new with these roles. So it's like, I just kind of feel like you do this for a living and you have done for the last X amount of years. You don't see how and why this is problematic. Like this isn't like, I, (laughs) I don't understand And especially after the fact that, like, you would think something would click. Like, holy crap, you know, we didn't know how to count the kids. You know, we waited to the last minute to try to do this Star 360 and expect to do it the next week. Like, they're not realizing how bad that is, you know? And I hope maybe the the meeting that went haywire on Friday, hopefully the person realizes, you know, yeah, this is not right. And again, it's only four teachers that showed up. So that was only four people that showed up that were confused and didn't know what was going on. Imagine all of them. So it's just like, I don't know. I just want something to happen where they can just snap out of it. But again, with the honors and the dual enrollment program, they've already set that stuff up. I know at least with the dual enrollment, they've set that up, you know, because it's outside, it's like outsourced basically. So I think it's like collaborating with, um, uh, specific colleges, you know, whatever. So they've, they've already kind of rolled that one out. Which, I mean, yeah, you know, that's different because, you you know, say like we don't offer, um, say we don't offer like trigonometry. So then it's like they would go to an outside college and partner with them and they would offer trigonometry and they can get dual enrollment. Like that's different. You know, that's, that's understandable. That's, to me, that's different. I mean, it shouldn't necessarily be a focus, but again, if we don't teach something and the kids need it, then if you have to go to outsource it and you partner with the college and they offer, hey, we'll, we'll teach this class and they get high school and college credit, that's good. But this honor stuff they're trying to draw up is just like, this makes no sense when they're talking about it. They couldn't like answer basic questions. I mean, some of the parents were asking questions and that's when she kept saying, we're flying the plane while we're building it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. But I was really shocked also when the parent put in the chat the article about the Indiana Graduation Pathways program and like the, he, he put in the chat that article and he put in also the um, Indiana uh, high school graduation requirements, like the actual diploma stuff. He put that link in the chat as well. And it was just like, I guess <laughs> that she never thought to read that. I, I don't know. Cause just the look on her face when he said that, and I said, she gave a BS answer. And I'm just thinking, lady, you really, like, really? And this is what I mean about parents not caring because, you know, nobody really, people really kind of, they did ask a few questions about the honors and the dual enrollment, 
but it did seem like most of them were concerned about the actual high school graduation requirements, you know? So it's like, hey, you guys don't offer X, Y, and Z. What, what will they do to meet the requirement to graduate? What are we gonna do with the graduation pathways? Like they didn't, they weren't interested as concerned in this extra stuff because that doesn't determine whether or not their kid graduates high school. Dual enrollment and honors does not graduate, does not determine if their kid graduates high school or not. They need the basics, which is why that parent put that in the chat because this is the basics. Like this is the basic, this is what we need right now. So it's like, if my kid is gonna graduate from this school to get an Indiana high school diploma, he has to have these things. How are you going to implement these? How are you gonna roll these out? And that was, I guess, something that they didn't think about, didn't know, didn't know parents would ask. I guess maybe they thought parents would, would just focus on the uh, presentation and ask what they were talking about. I don't know, but I was just kind of like, I was just, in, again, internally shaking my head. <laughs> just, so, yeah, I'm gonna stop talking about it because it's, it, it's just still, it, I, I don't know. And I mean, if you if you listen to this podcast and you feel like I'm overreacting or like, AK, calm down, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, if you have any advice to give me when it comes to how I feel about what's happening in the school, if you have any advice, you know, how I should approach the situation, what I should do, you know, if you've actually worked with Star 360 and know what it's about or anything, any type of anything you could give me, please leave a comment on my blog. Again, I think it's the struggle is real teacher to phd student wordpress.com i think that's it i think i kind of want to look at it really quick but i don't want to open my computer right now so but again if there's anything any help you can give me i need all the help i can get so if there's any teachers out here listening you know and you know about star 360 please <laughs> please feel free to you know <laughs> help <laughs> Leave a comment, like, okay, look, okay, I do Star 360, here's the basics, calm down, let me tell you what I do, and blah, 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 like, just, <laughs> I mean, at least the school only has, like, 37 kids, so it's not gonna be, like, I'm in charge of, like, hundreds of people right now, so I just kind of getting the program off the ground, so it's, it's a lot better and easier that it's a small group, but if anybody out there knows about 360, Star 360, please, I'm, I'm begging you, like, give me some advice and tips or whatever but if anybody also has some advice about you know how I should approach this situation with my concerns you know again any type of advice I can get because part of my issue is that I don't necessarily say things in the most tactful way <laughs> not only that it's just that I want to say things in a way that people won't like check out because of what I'm saying. I don't want to say things where it's super critical, which is why when they asked me how I felt about that honors in the college program, I said, in this order, I said, I think it's a really good idea, but I think that it's doing too much too soon. And I felt like that was a good way to structure my comment because I didn't start off negative. I started off positive. And if you're a teacher, you know, we do the sandwich positive negative positive that's how you know we do the sandwich whenever we talk to parents you know when they say something about their kid that's maybe bad or negative say something good like oh your kid is a great student they like to you know work hard you know the the negative you know he failed his test the positive but he's really good at at um you know helping other students blah 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 so you you have that sandwich so for me it's like 
because I, I really do believe it's a good idea. Like, it wasn't a lie. I do believe it's a fantastic idea. So my opinion was was honest. You know, I believe it's a great idea, but I do think it's doing too much too soon. So if anybody has any type of advice on how I can approach the situation, you know, or even just tell me, like, AK, calm down. You know, it's way above your pay grade. You're just a teacher. You know, <laughs> don't worry about it. You know, if it's, it's on them type of thing. But I'm just, I don't know. But again, Star 360 expert, anybody, any teacher, anybody who's out there who knows about Star 360, please do not hesitate to send me um, a message or comment on my blog because, again, I need all the help I can get. This is overwhelming. I've never done it before. I'm kind of like, what am I, what did I get myself into? You know, but I mean, I'm not an idiot. So it's like, I could figure it out. I mean, I'm going to figure it out, but it's just like, when it's something that you've never done before, it's just like, whoa, okay, like, all right, let me sit down and, and digest this piece by piece, you know, watch these training videos, you know, read these articles and, and all this kind of stuff. So it's like, I can do it, but it's like, if somebody could give me some type of advice on how to start, or just even like, say, I do Star 360 at my school, this is what we do. You know, just, just some type of example, like real world example would be great. Because my mom, when she was in the classroom teaching, she was the NWEA person. So she was like the data, like basically the role that I have right now for being the Star 360 expert, that was her, but she did the other test. And she's like, so I don't know the Star 360 test, but I know the NWEA test. So she's kind of Googling it. She's like, it kind of looks like it's the same. And she's like, so, but I, she's like, but I know what to do when it comes to the data and, you know, meeting with the teachers and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I just don't know that test. So it's like, okay, I'm so grateful my mom has, you know, experience in this, even though it's not the same test, but she'll be able to help me in the sense of like reading and analyzing the data, I guess, and structuring, you know, how to talk to the teachers about, you know, improvement plans or, or whatever the case may be. But if anybody else out there, if you guys know about it, you know, please, please help. Um, okay, so enough of that, enough of the, the work week thing, the the frustration, the, you know, it was, just, it was just a mess. It was a disaster. It, it really was. But, I mean, I cleaned, you know, I calmed down, listened to music, I overcame it. Because <laughs> I was going to do a, um, a podcast yesterday, and I thought, my emotions are still raw and still fresh. I don't want to come off as being, you know, overly, like, emotional, like, irrational, or come off as, like, bitter or I just I wanted to come off like I am right now which is neutral of the situation like I'm not you know necessarily bad-mouthing anybody I'm not I'm just I'm just neutral with my emotions and I'm neutral and how I'm saying things you know basically saying the same stuff good ideas too too much too soon focus on the wrong thing you know just like criticism that is that it's not like spiteful criticism I guess and I feel like if I had done this yesterday I might have had more emotionally charged statements, you know, because of how I was feeling. So I thought, if I want to do a podcast on this, I should probably wait, you know, sleep on it when I calm down, when I'm to the point where I'm like, okay, I could talk about this logically and rationally. Because who wants to hear? Nobody wants to hear that. Like, <laughs> nobody wants to hear somebody have a mental breakdown on a podcast. Well, I take that back. Some people are weird and I do want to hear that. But I don't know. I, I don't want to do that on a podcast. That's weird. I feel like to be taken seriously and what I'm trying to do, because this isn't necessarily trying to be a funny podcast. Like I'm talking about my life, you know, real world instances. It's, I mean, it's not supposed to be a funny podcast. There might be some funny things in it, but I want to be taken seriously. 
So it's like for me to be on here like emotional and crying and oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I just can't vote. Like that's crazy. Like just no. And especially as a woman, of course, as a woman, we're expected to be emotional. We're stereotyped to be emotional. We're stereotyped not to be level-headed and think logically and rationally, which which sucks. <laughs> but I'm usually the complete opposite. I'm usually able to be logical and rational and not let my emotions take over, which is why yesterday when I had my, my mental breakdown, it was not a response to anything. I didn't respond to anybody. Like it wasn't like I was emotionally like sending an email. Like it, it wasn't. So me having my breakdown had nothing to do with, with my response or my reaction to something. Like I was sending an angry email. It was just literally me and the privacy of my own home having a breakdown, which is why it was okay for me because it, I wasn't like, you know, doing this, I'm going to send this email to this person. I'm going to do this, 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 have this meeting. It, it was none of that. It was me literally just being in my own bubble. So it was like the emotions that I felt, I mean, it wasn't, it didn't affect anything basically because I, I wasn't reacting or responding to something, you know, like, oh, let me, let me send this email. I was like, oh, let me calm down and send the email. No, there, there's nothing. I didn't do anything. There's nothing to do. So it's like, I feel like in that sense, the, the emotional mental breakdown was fine because I wasn't reacting or responding to something that happened that I wanted to address. It was just the entire situation was overwhelming for me. But again, I am logical, you know, rational, level-headed usually. And I think that could also be why they asked me because I'm very observant as well. I mean, I'm extremely observant to the point where there are things I would like text my team and they're like, I didn't hear that. I'm like, how did you not hear that? Like there was one meeting where somebody called a teacher by the wrong name. Like they were referring to a teacher and I put in the, I texted my team and they were like, huh? I was like, you guys didn't hear that? And they're like, no, I'm like, really? <laughs> like I was the only, only one that heard her say the name wrong, like the wrong teacher. And there was something else like, you know, I'm really observant with like facial expression. It's like there's one teammate of mine that made a facial expression and I put, I text her, I was like, okay, what was that expression about? And she's like, what? I had a facial expression? Another teammate's like, I didn't see any facial expressions. And then she was like, wait, did I make a face when they said blah, blah, blah? Is that what it was? I was like, yep. So it's just kind of like just little things like that that I pick up on. You know, I don't, I don't really ask a lot of questions. When it comes to meetings, I'm generally quiet unless somebody asks me a question because I, I generally don't have any questions. I'm able to figure it out on my own or I understand what's going on. I don't feel the need to basically be in the pot of everybody asking a bunch of questions and it's overwhelming, blah, blah, blah. So I don't do that. I pretty much just sit back and I observe. You know, and a lot of the times, maybe some of the people, the questions they ask, maybe I'm like, oh yeah, I could use an answer to that as well. So it's like, I guess that's probably why they also wanted me to do it because I think I'm probably the only person that is like that, which is fine. I mean, I'm not saying anything that anything's wrong with people who aren't like that, but just the fact that that's my personality it's like, I'm not trying to like alienate or anything like that. You know, us versus them, me versus you type of thing. It's just the fact that I don't need as much guidance that the other people do. You know, when it comes to, cause I'm like, I'm new at this as well. I've never taught online. Some have taught online. I've never taught online. I've never used this platform. I've never used like Microsoft Teams or Outlook, the share drive. I've never done any of that stuff, but I'm able to figure it out. I don't need to ask for help because I can figure it out on my own. And some of the questions people have is regarding those things, which I'm like, okay, that's a legit question for them, but I figured it out. You know, it's like, I don't like to ask for help unless I've done everything I can do to figure it out. 
mainly because I feel like it's a waste of time, really. But I can figure it out myself. Why would I ask somebody? But also the fact that just this thing about feeling stupid. <laughs> like if I'm trying to figure something out, I'm like, oh, let me just ask for help. And then I ask and they tell me, it's like, wow, wow, that was the solution. Wow. Okay. So there's been some instances where I have asked for help. Very few, you know, like one instance, like I'm not creative at all. So I was like, please help. <laughs> how, how am I creative? Please help me. And they're like, oh, you can do bitmojis, you can do memes, you know, just colorful stuff to get the attention of the kids. Like, okay, cool. So just kind of like basic stuff like that. But generally, I don't need help and I'm fine. You know, and again, at the meeting, I'm probably, probably pretty much the only one that doesn't say anything. Like at the meetings, I never ask any questions. I never say anything unless I just never talk until spoken to or something like that. But it's just because I don't need, I don't need the, as much hand holding as the other people. You know, I'm able to figure stuff out on my own, you know, that kind of thing. So it's like, I think that could also be why they asked me as well, because they, and, and like, they have access to my courses, you know, so they can see what I'm doing, that I'm not full of crap. Like I really am doing that. I know what's going on because they can, they have access to all the stuff I post, everything, you know, the assignments and the things that I have talked about. They're like, wow, that's great. Like there was um, a parent meeting. I don't know if I talked about this in the other video. I probably did. Who knows? The other podcast that I um, presented the there are some parents that were confused and we had like a, a parent meeting with these two parents about their kid. And they said that they were confused about history, about how to like navigate the course, you know? So I, I pulled up, I shared my screen and I pulled up my, my course and I went through it, you know, I piece by piece showed them where to get the book, the online book, the slideshows, the videos that I record, all that stuff. And after the presentation, they were like, wow, okay, I, we feel so much better. Thank you. We feel so much better about that, you know, when it comes to navigating that because we didn't know. And I was kind of thinking in my head, like, if you guys had gone to the announcements page and clicked on the video and even watched like the first few seconds of it, that's literally how I start my class where I go through the PowerPoint, go through the slideshow. Like, that's literally what I do. But I didn't say that. You know, I did. Of course, I wasn't going to be that person. Because it's like, if somebody needs help, I'm going to help them, especially if it's a parent and a kid or a kid, you know, I'm going to help them because that's my job. So it doesn't matter in my mind, it doesn't matter like how, you know, how like menial or whatever their, their request might be. I'm going to help them as much as they can, as much as I can, because it's about their kid, you know? So like the, then the next day I got an email from the, uh, the parent and they said, you know, hey, we were trying to find the online textbook, but we looked everywhere, we couldn't find it. Can you can you help us? So what I did was I went and I, I did a screenshot and I circled it, like the textbook, and I sent it to them. And I was like, if you can't see it, please let me know and I'll see if I have to change settings around. Because I figured like sending a visual is better than saying, oh, if you go to course materials and you click on this link and scroll down, it was a lot easier just to do a screenshot, circle the, the textbook and then send it to them so they have a visual. So, you know, so stuff like that. And so the uh, person that asked me to do the, um, the Star 360 stuff was so impressed. She was just like, that's amazing. That, can you present that to, the, to, the, to our team, like in our, our staff meeting? Because what you just did was amazing. And I was like, yeah, sure, you know, of course, you know. And I was like practicing how to, how to do it in the staff meeting. Like I practiced multiple times, like, okay, this is how I do it, this is this. Because the whole point was like, she liked that I, that I cut the stuff down to make it easy. Because with online school, as you can imagine, and especially with history, there's a lot of reading. So it's like I was cutting things down, like hiding things from the kids to where like I created slideshows, they're seeing this, this, and this. Basically cutting down the amount of reading 
and links that they have to click on. Because it's one of those things where if you're a kid or even an adult and you log into a class and you see that there's six things you have to click on, it's like, oh my gosh, like I, that's just overwhelming. So what I did was I combined some of the things. So instead of clicking on three things, on six things, they click on three. So it's like that kind of thing, like combining, condensing the, the reading and the, and the course in that sense. You know, and, and also putting the videos that, because we have to record our, our live sessions. So putting those videos in two different places. Oh, oh, I can't find the video. Yeah, you can, because it's on the announcements page and it's in the folder where I told you it is. You know, the PowerPoints that we do, basically everything is in there. Like if you don't come to class, if you don't come to the live session, the small group session or whatever, you have access to the video itself. You have access to the PowerPoint. You have access to any resources that I use in the live session. I put it in there. And I'm not, I'm not creative, I'm not fancy, it's really just PowerPoints. I mean, I'm old school, you know, leave me alone. I just, <laughs> I'm old school, I'm not like these, you know, these hip young teachers throwing in all these, these uh, like, with like Padlet and all these fancy websites and, and they're drawing on the whiteboard, the virtual whiteboard. I'm like, bro, like, that's doing too much. <laughs> I haven't taught my students and you know, I'm not creative at all. And I know that some teachers are doing like when you guys can um, have access and like draw on the whiteboard, like the virtual whiteboard, they've got some, you know, fun your websites you can do. But what I said, I'm just telling you right now that the fanciest thing I'll probably do is Kahoot. <laughs> I started laughing and I was like, is that, I mean, is that okay, guys? I mean, if you, they were like, thumbs up, you know, they're like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, okay, cool. I said, because I was seeing some stuff the other teachers were talking about. And I'm like, well, I'm like, if you guys want me to do something like that too, like, let me know. I'm not going to say no to suggestions, but it's just like, I'm not going to go out of my way to try to impress a bunch of teenagers. I mean, because at the end of the day, I understand what they're, what they're saying, you know, make it fun and engaging. But I think that my personality in general can be fun and engaging. I don't need outside resources. That, I mean, that's how I feel. I mean, you guys who listen to me can be like, okay, you're boring. Why are you saying that? But I honestly think my personality in general is, is fun and engaging. So it's like I can go through a PowerPoint slideshow and it's fun and engaging. Not saying it's just more fun and engaging than like a, a whiteboard drawing or a fancy website, but I don't know. That's how I feel about myself. You know, so it's like to do all that extra stuff, I feel like that's doing too much. <laughs> so I'm like, if anybody, I mean, if they actually say we want you to do X, Y, and Z, I will do it. But until then, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to try to do some fancy stuff and these websites and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's doing too much. Unless unless that's something you know how to do and you want to do. If I knew how to do it and wanted to do it, that's different. But to try to like train myself on that, like that's just, I was just doing too much. I mean, why? Why would I reinvent the wheel if what I do works? At the end of the day, it's about, you know, the students learning and understanding. And I know that history is boring, which is why I, why I try to make it fun and engaging anyway. You know, whether like telling funny stories, using funny examples, whatever the case may be, because it is boring. So it's just kind of like, you know, I don't know, but I guess they seem fine with what I'm doing. I mean, they're, you know, the ones that are doing their work, not all of them are doing their work. They, they're struggling. Some of them are struggling. I need to address it on Monday because that will be our fourth week in school and not a lot of people have done everything. So I think that Monday, Monday, I wanted to start the next unit, but I honestly think that Monday I might need to go through some assignments like as a, as a class. I know one assignment I did was um, we did like the quiz together and I pulled up like the online textbook. We went through the quiz or whatever. So I might have to do something like that because I think they had two writing assignments this week. 
So it's like, I don't want to move on until people finish the work, but I also don't want to move on because history builds upon itself. If you don't understand this unit, you're not going to understand the next unit. Like, I think that we, we talked about, we're talking about like the revolution, ratification, independence, all that kind of stuff, right? So the next unit is going to be talking about the, um, the government, like the George Washington, like the new government, the president. So like, if you don't understand what happened with ratification of the constitution in, in unit two, you're not going to understand unit three. Like, you have to understand that. So it's like, I can't move on if they don't understand what's happening because then I just get further down the hole. So it's like, I might have to do that on, on Monday. I might have to look and see like who did what. Like, okay, well, you know, four of the kids did this, three didn't, or nobody did this, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I may have to go back and, and look and see. Cause again, I don't want to move on. I, I always tell them, you know, if you need help, please ask me. Cause I don't want to move on until we're ready. Because again, if you don't understand, you're going to be lost the rest of the semester. If you don't get it, cause everything builds on itself. You're, you're not going to get it. I'm like, and that's fine. I said, history's hard. History's hard because it's boring, first of all. It's a lot of reading, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, maybe big words, hard words, you don't know what they mean. Maybe these concepts are, are hard to understand because they're from like the 1700s. So it's like, it's okay to struggle with history and, and need extra help. Like, it's okay. Like, please tell me if you need extra help. You know, like, I, that's what I'm here for. And one thing I tell them all the time is like, if I'm going too fast, please tell me to slow down. <laughs> because I, I'm just a fast-paced person. You know, I talk fast. If you've listened to my podcast for a while, even just like go click on a random one, you can probably see or like hear how fast I talk. And it's like, it's kind of why my handwriting is really sloppy because my brain works faster than my hand. So trying to write, it's, just, it's a mess, which is why I like to type. I can type around like, I don't know, like 80 words a minute or so. Just, you could just go in with my brain. It's, typing is amazing. So it's like, I, I talk fast, I go fast. So I'm like, when it comes to teaching like, you know, 15 year olds, I'm like, let me know if I'm going too fast. Because I, I was like, I feel like I am. Like, let me know, because I feel like I'm going too fast. Like, I feel like I'm going boom, boom, boom. And they were kind of like, no, you're fine. Like your, your pace is fine. Like you, we're, we're okay with your pace. Like, are you guys sure? And they're like, yeah. They're like nodding their head. Like, yeah. People saying in the chat, yeah, you're good. Keep going. I'm like, okay, cool. So, but I know that I talk fast as well. Not even just going fast, like, like the pacing of like the material, but I also talk fast. So like when I, when I um, presented my, my slides and my course in front of those parents, I intentionally talked slow, you know, and my voice was kind of soft too, which was weird. Like I was, I was just kind of, let me see if I can imitate it. Okay, so when you click on this, you go to this link and you see where the book is. And then you click on the book and you can go to chapter 27. Like that's how I was talking, which was weird to me that I was, my voice was softer, I don't know why. But I was, I was talking, when I say talking slow, when I hear myself, when I play stuff back, it's not slow, it's how normal people talk. <laughs> it's how normal people talk, but for me it feels like I'm talking slow. Like I'm talking so slow, but it's like I'm trying to be intentional with my words and especially if there's people that have no idea what's going on anyway, like those parents were so confused. I couldn't, I couldn't go fast. Like it was not going to work. It was not going to happen. I had to go slow like that because if they have no idea what they're doing, I have to do step by step, you know, show them blah, blah, blah. So I had to, you know, speak a little slower. So, but yeah, when there's, there's some videos I watch myself, I'm like, oh, I'm talking so slow. And I listen to them. I'm like, 
I sound like a normal, normal voice, like, you know, speed. And then I'll listen to some of my other videos, like, whoa, that's talking super fast. But for me, it's not. But so it's just one of those things that I, uh, I tend to go pretty fast. But I think that the students are, I guess they're okay with my pace because the stuff that they're doing, they're doing fine. Like they're doing fine in the class. Now there's some people that I think are struggling with like technology issues or to be honest, just being lazy. But <laughs> the people who are doing the assignments are doing great. You know, doing doing well, they're good in analysis of stuff and, you know, great, great kids, great, great work. So, I mean, obviously it's, it's, um, what I'm doing is working. So I'm just like, you know, well, whatever. But, um, okay. Wow, I've been talking for almost an hour, guys. I'm so sorry. Like, if you, <laughs> if you actually stick around, I don't know, the people who listen to my podcast, like, I don't know if you actually stick around for the entire hour, hour and a half or whatever. I remember I tried to cut them, but again, that's doing too much. But like, if you do, bless your heart. <laughs> like, bless you. Because <laughs> that's a long time. But I do kind of think, I don't know, I feel like I suck people in. You know, like, I think if I was listening to this on the outside, I would want to keep listening because I'd want to know what's happening next. And I think the time would just fly by. Like, I honestly had no idea I've been talking for almost an hour. So maybe that's just me. Maybe people, like, listen to the first five minutes, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't care. Nobody cares about Star 360 or her stressful day at work. Why did I click on this podcast? This is dumb. But if you do listen to the whole thing, I mean, I appreciate you. And I hope that the things that I talk about in these podcasts, you know, help somebody or people can relate to them or, I mean, just anything. Because it's like, yeah, I'm quote-unquote talking to myself. But I just hope that the things that I'm talking about and, you know, the feelings I'm expressing, that, that could help somebody else, you know, so. But, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and call this. So this is AK, and I will talk to you next time.